Hi everyone, welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is season nine, episode 18, the one with the lottery. The lottery, woohoo. The lottery. Uh, do you play the lottery ever? Does New Zealand have a lottery? Two different New Zealand questions. does have a lottery. Okay. Um, I probably play less than once a year. So okay. I did just buy a ticket on my birthday and mm-hmm. I won another ticket and then <laughs> that one won me nothing. So okay. that's usually how it goes. Um, yep. Yeah, I will buy them if it's like, oh, wow, like a really high jackpot and like it has to be one, okay. but it's like less than once a year. Okay. What okay, about you? So you play like here and there. Um, I... I have bought like scratch offs. I mean, I probably haven't bought one in like eight years, but I used to like buy a scratch off here and there. I do think they're really fun. I also know they're a waste of money, but they're kind of fun. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I actually don't know if I have just ever played the normal lottery. My dad does though. And so I've like gotten tickets for him, but I've never just gotten them on my own, I guess. So like sometimes he'll call me and he'll be like, so the Powerball or whatever, you know, or even like the Tennessee lotteries up to this, get me five tickets or whatever, you know, he'd right. like a dollar amount. So I buy him his tickets. Um, and he's funny, actually. He's had me put them in an envelope. He's like, don't look at them. Just put them in an envelope and mail them to me. <laughs> he's like superstitious about it. Even though like, don't that superstition has not won him anything. Not anything significant anyway. I'm sure he's won, you know. He's probably broken even over the years, randomly winning, you know, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, but nothing, right. nothing sizable. Um, but yeah, I mean, as they say, you can't win if you don't play. That's true. I mean, I definitely think that the lottery is one of those things that it's like, you've got a better chance of being like, you know. Oh, for sure. By a for sure. But yeah. But I'm also like, I'm not as annoying as Ross because I'm just in general, but also because I'm like, um, I've wasted more money on other dumb things. And For so sure. it's like, whatever. It's If it's entertainment yes. and if you yes. have the money to spend, then you yes. can choose how to spend your entertainment money. Yes. yes. For me, I don't know if I told you this, but this is not the lottery so much, but like gambling. So on my 21st. Like the week of my 21st birthday, I was in California with my family and I went wine tasting with my grandpa and my dad. And then we went to Reno with my Nana and my aunt and uncle. Mm-hmm. And for my birthday, everybody had given me cash to like go gamble in Reno. Um, and I I think it was like 200 bucks or something that I had all up, like birthday mm-hmm. cash. And I gambled away a hundred of it. And then I was just like, do you know what? This isn't fun. So I spent the other hundred on like a pair of high heels. Yeah. (laughs) I was like this. I knew I knew that I was going to win and I get something that I like. I was like gambling. I feel like I'm basically just like, where's the casino owner so I can just hand him my cash directly. Like that's about how fun I find this. Yes. And I kind of feel like a lot is the same. Like, okay, sure. If you're in the mood and you've got the cash, who cares? But yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think if you can put a small, yeah, like a small amount, whatever that is to you, is that a dollar, is that $20, whatever it is, your entertainment, you get some joy out of it. 
you know, hey, you know, we have a we have the lottery to thank. We a lot of our education was paid for by the lottery. Yeah, that's true. That's what our Florida Bright Future scholarship. So we were given if you went to a state school, you got like 100% of the tuition. Because we went to private schools, we got the equivalent of whatever that was. So like 4000 a year or whatever the average state school tuition was. We got that in scholarship from the lottery, which is awesome. That's um, really good. I think they still do that in yeah. Florida. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They have something similar in Tennessee, and I don't really know about it because I'm not, you know, trying to go to college or anything, but I know that it is in some way connected to the lottery, which I feel like is how a lot of states have gotten their lotteries to be legal because lotteries used to be illegal. Um, There's actually a really interesting podcast episode of the show Criminal about lotteries, if anyone's interested. Check it out. I can't remember what it's called, but if you Google criminal podcast lottery, I'm sure you could find it. Um, What is criminal podcast? Oh, criminal is a really good podcast. If you like, if you kind of like the idea of true crime, but you're not into a lot of like scary murder stuff all the time. Um, The gory details. Yeah. Yeah. Or like if you don't want to listen to eight episodes on the same. Some people really like that. And some people just kind of want like episodic, you know. Um, So criminal. every Yeah. Yeah. So every episode is a different topic. It's just something to do with criminality and it sometimes they're intense, but they always give like a warning up front. Sometimes it is like this person committed this murder or was wrongfully accused. But a lot of times it's more lighthearted, like the lottery or like there was an episode about people stealing all the 420 signs in Colorado on the highway and how they were trying to combat this issue. Or there was this guy who was like the world record for streaking at, at big high profile sporting events. And they interviewed him and talked about like the lengths he went through to have like specialty clothing made and how he got on the field so he could just break away and streak across the field. So it's a lot more, so there funny. is some heavier is stuff, his name Nick? but there's we a know lot of like just entertaining, more lighthearted stuff, which I really appreciate. It's not like such doom and gloom. Um, but yeah, so I do remember there's a really interesting episode about kind of like underground lotteries before state lotteries were a thing. If anyone's interested. So, um, but yeah, I love like the idea of if, if like my dad, my dad like wants to get his $25 worth of lottery tickets. It's not like standing between him and paying the bills. Great. Right. You know, um, so I know a lot of people are like that and then a lot of people never play. And what's sad is the people who, um, who like think it's going to be their big ticket and put a lot of money towards it. And that's what's, what's it's, sad, you know. It's sad if it's like they are like, I'm not going to be able to make ends meet. And it's like, I yeah. need this to be the thing. Um, and yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's like, that's just such a long shot. I know. I don't know. That's sad. Yeah. And then you hear about people who do, who are like lower income bracket, do get rich on the lottery and like blow it all and end up in serious debt or like all their so-called friends bleed them dry or, you know, because they just don't yeah, have. Yeah, exactly. Instead of it's like, like... Buy, paying off their house and their cars and like setting themselves up to like live modestly for the rest of their lives, they blow it on like three big stupid things and then they're broke again. Like, or like 
even people who don't make bad decisions, but it's just like it's a lot of money and responsibility and it comes with a yeah. lot of like like you said, like crappy friends or like people who want to come prey on you and stuff. And you know, you yeah. don't get financial advice like just because you have a bunch of money doesn't mean you know how to be good with money right. all of a sudden. Like Totally. So it's like when yeah. kids get like sporting careers really young. Um, Honestly, I think that anybody who gets a contract needs to like they should get mandatory like financial advice because so many of them like, of course, they don't know how to manage money. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so sad to me. Yeah, it is sad. And there's Um, just so many people that are happy to prey on them, you know, mm -hmm. or they feel like they have to take care of everyone they've ever met is a lot of it, too. Yeah. And then they have that one person, that one like random cousin or old neighbor that like takes advantage of the situation versus, you know. But we're not here to, we're not here to talk about sad lotteries. We're here to talk about happy lotteries. Kind um, of. Well, kind of. So Joey comes into the coffee house and asks to borrow the Porsche. What is it not? A place to entertain my lady friends. <laughs> and what is it not? A place to eat spaghetti. Place to eat Fair spaghetti. enough. <laughs> I think spaghetti. those are fair terms, Monica. I think those are fair yeah. terms. Sad um, that you had to call it out. I know. Well, you know, I didn't want anyone to eat in my car. And the first person I let eat in my car was Ashley. Oh, And me? do you see another Ashley around here? There are often lots. Well, there aren't on this podcast. <laughs> I don't remember. And Did I ruin it? You ate Taco Bell in my car and dripped sauce on the seat. And she's still mad about it. And folks. she's still mad about it. That was the year 2002, maybe 2001. <laughs> Renee, it's been 10 years. I think it's time. 10? I've served my sentence. You oh, think 20. it's been 10 years? <laughs> oh my gosh. We have bigger problems than the sauce if you think that was 10 years ago. Gosh, um, that was almost, that was 20 years ago. That's wild. The um, worst thing was when you let somebody borrow your car and they uh, left it in the parking lot with the doors open, the key in the ignition, and the car running, and then just walked away. <laughs> or the same guy who left the windows down while it rained all weekend, and then I had like a mildew yeah, car. But like, at what point did like which one came first? Because you let him borrow it twice, and he did one of yeah. those things, and then you said yes again. Because I was trying not to be stingy, and he convinced me that that would never happen again, and that he felt bad. And yeah, it had been like trash. a year. Well, that um, guy was trash. Um, yeah, he was irresponsible. But I, also, I really nice like... deflection of from your Taco Bell sauce. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like there's bigger... You know what's um, really bad? What? No, I was being you. I was uh, nothing. Oh. Nothing is worse. Nothing <laughs> is worse. Um, it is tricky. I think it was like, like you said, you were trying not, trying hard not to be stingy. It was very tough, especially in your early twenties, to know your boundaries. Like, yeah, I feel like that's something you've kind of got to learn. And it's like, okay, what boundaries are appropriate, and how do I enforce them while still mm-hmm. being a pleasant person and having friends and like. Some friends get it. Some friends don't. But I was pretty well, lucky because my parents bought me my car. And so I could just use the excuse that they wouldn't let me let anybody borrow it. And then I didn't have yeah. to deal with it. Well, I was pretty lucky. My parents said, you get to buy this car. And then I paid for it. 
Yay. And then all the decisions <laughs> were yours. True. No, but you know what I think it honestly was is that I would say on the whole, this guy was a mooch, but he wasn't like a flaky for the most part, like all, you know, 20 year old guys, certain level, but I wouldn't, I wasn't like worried about him. Like I trusted him. And so I thought that the, the leaving the windows down was an outlier. Like it was an, a mistake. And totally. You totally. know what I mean? He like, he so wasn't like a, it wasn't like a red rack. flag. No, he wasn't. And so the fact that he did it twice, I was like, how is this happening? Because in my head, if you let me borrow your car and anything happened to it and you let me borrow it again, I would be so vigilant on what I was doing. You know what I mean? Like when you get person. a second chance, you just, yeah, well, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. so anyway, I um. Yeah. So anyway, not, enough about my car, but uh, Joey wants to borrow it to but drive to West Virginia. We I'm not still mad at you. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you drip Taco Bell in my car. Um, I also haven't had that car in a long time, but that's okay. Um, the So Joey's going to drive to West Virginia to get lottery tickets because <laughs> he could really use $300 million. <laughs> yeah. $300 million. Um, Okay. I'd buy a lotto ticket yeah. for that. That's a lot. Well, there was one actually the last time it got really high here, it was like 990 million. That's insane. I know, and then I think nobody won. That could send like every kid in America everyone to college. Yes. It could everyone. send everyone Not even anywhere. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> anyone. Um so He's going to go get these lottery tickets. And then everybody kind of starts jumping on like, oh, yeah, why don't, you know, I want some, I want some. And then Rachel comes up with the idea, why don't we all pool 50 bucks? And then if we win, we split the pot. So it's a good idea. It's a great idea. And I think a lot of people do this, especially I feel like this is like a big office thing, you know? Yeah. Um, You pool. Did you ever do it I when you worked in like, office, Renee? No, because I didn't ever work in offices <laughs> for very long. Um. But I feel like I did something like this with people once, and I just can't remember what it was. I don't think it was the lottery. I don't know. But I do think it's a good idea, especially because it's like, one, the likeliness of this happening, you know, not not huge. But you can't win if you don't play. It's fun to get involved. Whatever. 50 bucks. Um, everyone except Ross, who, even though he is annoying, I still think it's really hilarious the way he acts. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, when they're asking him, like, what he would do, and he's like, I'd put it in a very safe, high-yield bond. A low-yield. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so, so Joey and Monica go to Connecticut instead of West Virginia, and... Um, they buy the tickets. The tickets. And so then they're all going to get together to watch the numbers, which is fun. I also love anything like this. Like, I'm, I'm all about an excuse to, like, have a get-together. Yeah. Um. So this is fun. This is very fun to me. I would be very into this if anyone wants to do a lottery ticket party. <laughs> I'm in. I'm totally in. I'll she host. In. Call her. Yeah. <laughs> Call me. 1-800-LET'S-HAVE-A-PARTY. Um, no, don't dial that number. I bet it's something bad. 
Uh, <laughs> um, actually, funny enough, I had to dial out. I had to call FedEx today because it's a long story, but basically they're like, log into your account to, to change your delivery. And when I tried to log in, it's like, that's not your login. And when I tried to create an account, it's like, but a login already exists. Yeah. I'm like, and okay, you're but like, you're I'm telling me everyone. it yeah. exists and doesn't exist at the same time. So whatever. So I had to call FedEx to try to like sort this out. And I had to type in 1-800-GO-FEDEX and like spell it out. And I was like, I haven't had to use my T9 memory in a long time. Just made me think of that 1-800-GO-TO-A-PARTY. But anyway, to get to the apartment after they, you know, got their tickets from West Virginia. And... um they're talking about winning and they're talking about Emma learning to talk. And so we're doing a lot of boo hockey. Gosh darn it. And brother pucker. Um, boo hockey. Boo hockey. Um, so uh, I guess it's also worth noting. I think we, we, t- we talked about this like a tiny bit. Like Ross is not into this. He's not into this at all, but he's being really like, okay, yeah, I'd love to be king of my own country and find out what happened to Amelia Earhart. Amelia just vanished. (laughs) It's really crazy. I mean, but at the same time, is it that crazy? How would they have ever found her back then? Amelia Earhart? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what's crazy? (laughs) You know what's actually crazy is that Malaysian flight that literally just disappeared. Don't they think that, like, it was shot down by Russia? That is one of the theories. I actually watched a Uh, whole documentary on it and then afterwards realized that this documentary... I can't recommend it because apparently they only interviewed the crazy people. Oh. Um, So it's, like, loose change for 9-11 or whatever where they're like, but how do you explain? (laughs) There is a lot of unexplainable stuff. But some of the theories they were pitching are, like, not even in the realm of possibility. Um, okay. So, I kind of want to watch it now. Should I not? I mean, as long as you crazy. understand. Well, no, it's not totally crazy. Like, a lot of the stuff they're saying is true. But they just, it is, so, like, they don't find anything. This is now a Malaysian Airlines podcast. Um, they don't find any of the pieces for a really long time. And then when they do start to find them, they find like all of them after they had had rescue crews in the water for like two years. It was kind of like a long time. Wow. So it just kind of doesn't all 100% line up. Um, and Are you Russia, saying that those parts are planted? Yeah. Or oh, okay. it just kind of seems like this guy who does all these treasure hunts happens to go to this one place on a, on a, on a like... Uh, what's the word? Like hunch. You, a hunch. I was like, a hitch? Why can't I think of it? A hunch. <laughs> and he's there with a camera crew. And they're like, well, 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 what do we have here? A piece of the the plane that looks like it would match up. And it's like, really? That doesn't mm. really. Like, all these people like, have been searching. Mm. And you just, you know what and I mean? You like, just, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not really sure who planted it. I couldn't tell you. Um... Or if it's planned, I don't know. It just doesn't, things are definitely not adding up, no matter who you're looking at. But it just seems unlikely in this day and age that a plane could crash anywhere and not have some sort of um, remnants, you know? 
like something. And one of the theories is that it like went way off course. And if it did that, it flew over like six countries. And you're telling me not one country saw a plane that wasn't supposed to be in their airfield, in their airfield and didn't say anything. No, that doesn't Mm -hmm. happen. You know? Right. So I don't know. There's all sorts of craziness. But Amelia Earhart, I'm like, how would they have found her? Like the world is really big and technology was not. Yeah, I was going to say, I kind of do wonder if back then it was like, um, what kind of trekking and stuff like that did they have? Probably not And much. she was in a small plane, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. Um, But anyway, they're talking about, you know, all the things. <laughs> hey, what, last thing while we're talking about this. Have you watched that Boeing documentary? No, should I? Oh, yeah, it's really good. Okay. Um, I think it's on Netflix. And I think it might just be called Boeing. I don't know. I can't remember. I'm not giving a lot of good facts here. But if you find it. Um, but it's it's about those like um, 737 Max oh, yeah. planes. And I can't remember. I feel like one of them was Indonesian or something. Um, and they, yeah, it, it's a really good. It's, I was a little bit nervous to watch it because I was like, uh, is this going to make me never want to fly? <laughs> but it's actually not about like plane safety it's oh. about it's really interesting. I don't want to give it away but I, I think okay. you should watch it it's fascinating okay mm-hmm. I will add it to the list <laughs> okay good <laughs> um so there okay no list. there is no list <laughs> but maybe there's a list I don't know I forget once in a while there's a list um but Ross is still like very not into this and he's like you know We'd have to get struck by lightning 42 times, da da da, like all the stuff. And But like, there's six of us, so we only have to get right. struck seven times. <laughs> I, I like, like those, those odds. odds. <laughs> um, but, you know, they are, they're like talking about, you know, how unlikely it is. Like we said, we know it's unlikely, but like it's just kind of for fun and someone could win. It's unlikely, but it's possible. Um, in an anything is possible kind of way. But you definitely can't yeah. win if you don't play. That's the new name of this podcast. You can't win if you don't play. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, we are just kind of going through and, and Ross is being more and more annoying with his gremlin and night rainbow comments. And then we have Chandler. A genie will come out of the- Ow! <laughs> yeah, and he burns himself. Um, mm-hmm. But Chandler is like stressed out answering the phone because we're finding out that oh yeah he has the the results of his internship they're hiring like three people out of 15 mm-hmm. and he answers the phone and I don't know why this has always really bothered me it seems like very not what someone would say but he's like Charlie what do you know and I'm like, that's not how one answers the phone. <laughs> you know, one like, states one name who, and with then whom, addresses with whom <laughs> one wishes to speak. But you know what oh, I mean? Please. Like, it doesn't, it's not, I'm not talking about being proper. I'm just talking about, it sounds like how a newspaper reporter would yeah. answer the Go phone for Chandler. in a movie in the 50s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. what do you know? What do you see there? Um... I'd be like, did you hear anything? 
But what I don't know why. What do you know is it's always bothered me when he says that. And then every time he answers the phone, I'm like, is he going to say that again? Um, but uh, so, you know, one of the spots gets filled. It's not him. And I guess we could just talk about this later. We yeah. find out, you know, he doesn't get the second one because Susan sleeps with so-and-so. Which can, that bothers me. Yeah. Such a cliche. Women can get jobs. I didn't sleep with anyone for my jobs. And that will remain the official party line. I just want it to be on record. Um, And then they're like, oh, maybe you'll get the third one. And he's like, Charlie's dad or something. Charlie's this. Yeah. Some nepotism. Um, Come on, lottery. Um, Come on, lottery. So... Chandler does not get the position. And uh, we'll, we'll come back to that later. But um, we've got Phoebe, who has seen her psychic, and says that they're going to win the lottery tonight, according to the psychic. Monica wants to bring some good old-fashioned luck in with the wishbone. The Oh, yeah, that's right. Does she have a rabbit's foot, too, or something? Uh, I don't know. But um, I love when she's like, okay, you know what you're wishing for? And Joey's like, I really can't say, you know, then oh I can't. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm not like comfortable with this line of questioning. I'm not comfortable with this line of questioning. <laughs> um, so, you know, they do it. And then they start kind of going into this with Ross because Ross is still being a stick in the mud like what are you going to feel like when we actually win and I love Rachel's like oh we're going to go to the Cape with our helicopters we can't guys I'll have to gas up the Hyundai gas up the Hyundai <laughs> yeah and then Chandler's like well we're going to say that you ate your own arm because we can print whatever we want because we own the newspaper um and they are like kind of going through all this stuff. And Monica really sweetly is like, you know what? I'm going to put in 50 bucks for you. Now, this is very nice of her. And it instantly flips Ross into saying he will put his own 50 bucks in, which I'm like, if <laughs> that's all it took, man, just have fun in the first place. But <laughs> what I'm really confused by is that Monica and Chandler just had to take out loans from Joey a couple episodes ago. So, if anyone should not be throwing in 50 more bucks, it's probably Monica. Oh, that's a really good point. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Meanwhile, we've got Boo Hockey McGee over here who won't throw 50 in just for fun. He's going to, I mean, I guess he says, you know, I'll put my own money in. Um, okay, so then we start talking about what we're going to do if we win the lottery. So, yes. um, Ross is going to invest it. Nobody's surprised. Joey wants to buy the Knicks and put Rachel as starting forward. Mm-hmm. Um, if you won the lottery, I'm going to, this is 300 million. So let's just say that's our number. Okay. Your house is paid off. Your bills are paid. Okay. Just for, for like the time being, what are you doing with the money? What is the fun thing you are going to do with the money? Let's pretend you've already what been if, responsible. Oh, it's really hard to not be res- to not like state the response because my my house is not paid off. I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying once you 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 pay off your house, 
okay. with the lottery money. Like you, we know you pay off your house. Oh, okay. You put a chunk in savings, uh, but yeah. like, what are you doing with, you know what I mean? Like your house is not $300 million. I don't think. Not the one I've got my eye on. That's right. Um, okay. So are kidding. you buying a new house? You know, like that's, that's a good answer. Yeah. But like, okay. You know, you've taken what am care I doing of the basics. 300 um, milli. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. This is what I'm doing. I didn't think about this beforehand. You'd think that like I know how this podcast works and I would have prepared. I did not prepare. So this is truly off the top of my head. Um, We've talked before. Sorry, buying time now. Um, Ben and I have talked before about like, you know, like, oh, if we were to win the lottery or whatever, but Mm -hmm. it's never been this much money. So we've never talked about like this kind of money. Yeah. There. I think the last time I said I played the lottery like – I said I got a ticket for my birthday a couple weeks ago or whatever, um, but it was like five million. And okay. spoilies, like that's not even like a that's like a moderate home in New Zealand, right? <laughs> so, well, um, that I mean, so we obviously like five million is a lot of money, but it's not changing anyone's life forever. Well, some people it is, but I think maybe yeah. If you anyway, live in like Paducah, Kentucky, inflation. it might. You wouldn't, yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay. So back to the three hundred million. Um, I would, yes, I'd buy a nicer house. I wouldn't buy like a fifty million dollar house. I'm not trying to do that because I know that you have to pay rates on that thing, and yeah. it's based on the value. So that's an expensive upkeep. Um, I would just, I would buy a nicer house. Um, I would buy a, they call it a batch here, which is a um holiday home um but that would be something we'd have to discuss because ben wants to own a holiday home down in the south island like yeah it is pretty nice okay so we'd buy a holiday home in wanaka um and then i would quit my job and i would want to take a like six month I guess it depends. Three hundred million is a lot of money, but I would want to take. Maybe I wouldn't quit my job. Maybe I would just apply for like. I think you're allowed to take up to a year of like leave or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I'd probably do that and go do like a six month to one year tour around the world and do like diving trips and fly business class and like stay at really nice places. Um, so I'd want to do like a, like a bit of a luxury trip around the world for a little while. Um, and I would definitely donate, like I'd want to basically use it to like get myself invited to the table, um, where they're making big decisions about things like poverty and global hunger and famine and you know like eradicating malaria and like that type of stuff so I would want to I like I think we'd have enough money to help do something like that in the world that's probably quite a lot of the money when I say that whole like six month to one year like trip around the world I'm not talking about like blowing a million a month or anything crazy like that because um, again once you start spending money you don't have it anymore so yeah that's my plan that's what I would do some, so some of it I would want to like, and maybe I don't go back to work. Maybe I do become like a charitable, you know what I mean? Like maybe I become a philanthropist with that money. Um, right. Like you're running your own foundation or something. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Like something like, or, you know, like syncing up with like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation or whatever to like make decisions about how we tackle um, global problems. But yeah, I would want to do that. I'd want to do a really nice trip and I'd just basically upgrade our house. Again, not anything super, super flash, but upgrade our house and get a batch. What about, what do you think? Is that good? Nice. Comments on my, okay. No, I like it. Um, what do you, what do you think? So I'm probably buying a couple houses. I'm probably, uh, maybe not though. Maybe be. I don't know if I'm buying houses all these places, but maybe two out of three. I'd probably want a beach house somewhere. Maybe like where we grew up because it's really pretty. Um, yeah. Like right on the beach. Once again, nothing too flash, but, you know, still cost a couple million dollars, I'm sure. Um, I would really love a house in Maine and an apartment in London, but I don't know if I need both. Mm. I think mm. London, I could probably just stay at nice hotels when I go. Go visit. Yeah. 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 Um, but having a house in Maine would be really nice, like, in the summer. It's mm. so pretty in the fall. That'd be cool. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if I would gain a whole lot having – I mean, I would like an apartment in London. I think that'd be really cool. But I think I could also just stay at really nice hotels and enjoy myself. Um, yeah. I would – Definitely, like, um, yeah, I, I would also want to probably quit my job or just get to something that it was kind of, like, fun to do um, and travel a good chunk of the year and bring people with me. I think that would be super fun to just get to, like, yeah. treat everybody to, like, really not like rent a yacht sometime and do something maybe like oh, one yeah. elaborate thing every year like this year we're going on a safari and next year we're taking a yacht trip through the Mediterranean oh that's and fun then we're gonna go see the northern lights and I don't know I feel like all those kind of like Ooh. bucket list kind of things I think it'd Stay be really an fun ice hotel in Norway yeah yeah that'd be so be fun. fun so just kind of those like slightly out of like I could see the northern lights I could you know go on a boat in the Mediterranean probably but like not at that level um yeah I don't want to own a yacht no neither I I I kind of want a private plane and I also don't want a private plane yeah no because I just think the amount for it to truly be the luxury that it's meant to be like you could go at any time that means you're like employing people year round you're spending a lot of money on gas all that kind of stuff um I feel the same way I was thinking that too I was like I'd rather just like rent the yacht for the month yes or like just book business class when you want to fly absolutely um, first class like I I don't think I'd want the trouble of having to own yeah, I because feel like those are just maybe, ongoing asset. I don't know. That's expensive. Yeah, it's, it's a lot it's of upkeep. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, we all have cars and those need upkeep. And our cars are like Toyota and Volvo and, you know, <laughs> Ford. And still you're like, oh, it needs this new expensive part. And that's three grand. That's a lot yeah. of money. Imagine what your private plane would cost or your yacht. Oh, I would also upgrade our cars to the new... Um, hybrid volvos 
Oh, nice. I really like that. I've been looking yeah. at hybrids I myself. I want to a Volvo family. Okay. Yeah, we like a hybrid. I like a Volvo. Too pricey, but if I had 300 million. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would also buy Matt a couple cars. Yeah. Because he he has he loves cars like just has a deep love for them and could honestly you could point out any car pretty much in the world from he's like not great before the 50s he's less he knows less about those cars obviously there's less cars to know about too but any car pretty much since the 50s and 60s he could tell you things about those cars and just like knows them He's like, oh, this one, they stopped making it because of X, Y, and Z. Or this car was really popular because of this feature. And, well, you have to get this certain service done on that type of car after this amount of miles. And I'm just like, how do you have all this information in your brain? Um, And he's always wanted a Land Rover Defender. So I would love to get him a Defender. But currently he wants a, like, late 80s Bronco. Not, like, the really old Bronco. um, Like, an 80s one. So I don't like that one personally, but he does. So, and then maybe like there's some sort of like really sassy sports car that he loves. Maybe it's an Aston Martin. I can't remember. Um, So I'd probably get him a few cars and build him a shop that he could just tinker on his cars. Because Hmm. we have a two car garage that I've never been able to park in um, because (laughs) it is not for for parking, of course. It's It's, not for you. Yeah. It's not for me. Um, And he's always like, oh, yeah, you know, you could park in here. And then I park in there for two weeks and he's like, oh, I'm going to pull the engine out of my Forerunner, replace it with a different engine. I'm like, could you "Uh move? Yeah, pretty much. So I've, that's a pipe dream. Maybe I'll build my own garage I'm allowed to park in. Um, I think that sounds nice. But yeah, I would definitely like build him his dream shop with all the bells and whistles and a paint booth and all because he likes doing that kind of stuff. So that would be that would bring him a lot of joy. So I would definitely do that. Um, And yeah, I think I would like to be involved in some sort of foundation where you could kind of like designate where money is going and, you know, help Mm -hmm. people. Um, except for when I'm on my really luxe vacation with my friends for a month every summer. Well, <laughs> I don't I mean, want to help anybody. You, know, you can make all, make all your decisions before then. Yes. Um, oh, oh, actually, I forgot one very important thing. This is what? truly, this is like where, where I would actually feel that the level of luxury in my life had truly elevated. Because like, I like a nice hotel, but I sleep fine in a Holiday Inn Express. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I am never, ever washing my own Doing hair own ever hair again. again. Ever, yeah. ever, yeah. ever, ever, ever. I am getting it blown out one to two times a week. Someone else is washing it and styling it. I am never lifting my hands over my head to wash my hair ever again. Does that mean that you have to employ like a full-time hairstylist? If that's what it takes. I feel like in the grand okay. scheme of things you could pay for for a year. If I paid somebody 50 grand to do my hair twice a week, they would be happy, right? But it's not for a year. It's for the rest of time. No, I know. I'm sure I'd have to get a new person every so often. But like, if you did that job for a couple of years, you could do a whole other job on the side. Yeah, that's true. I guess they'd travel with you, but that's not that hard. And But like, that'd be awesome, out. right? Like they get to go on the yeah. yacht and to see the Northern Lights from the ice igloo. 
I'd do it. Yeah. Sounds great. Um, yeah. So, you know, you feel like that's like a perfect job for someone who's like young and single and like totally. wants to do some travel. Like that would be an awesome job for a couple years to just wash someone's hair twice a week. I would have done it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's actually my number one luxury purchase is, is you know, never washing my own my hair only, again. You're not the only person I know that said that before. One of my friends, um, M, who's been on this podcast, mm-hmm. she lives in Australia. And she said that like there's been times when she goes on vacation and she's like, I would rather, you know, she's like, you know, you go on vacation. Sometimes people will splurge on like a nice restaurant or a bar or like go see this museum. Mm-hmm. And she did those things. But she was like part of her vacation budget was to go get her hair blown out. Yeah. And she's like, no, you know, she's like, I'm not like getting massages and facials and all that stuff. But she's like, I like went to like a blowout bar and got my hair done like mm-hmm. three times. Yeah. And she's like, that's to me that is the vacation and I yep. was like nice good on you I will say I've I've gone to a blowout bar like two times and I'm always more satisfied with my own blowouts but I also feel oh. like if I was gonna hire someone I would hire somebody really that I, you liked yeah yeah you know I kind of feel like getting a job just doing blowouts versus working at a nice salon doing like cut and color. I think the people that are doing the cut and color at the nice salon are like more highly skilled. So not always. I mean, I could be wrong. It's also could just be the place I've, the places I've gone, but um, they were just kind of cranking them out. But you know, I got to find my person and you know, get my hair blown out. But of course, very until I win the $300 million lottery, I guess I'll just keep washing my own hair once a week. So like a total chump. <sighs> Commoner. I did. <laughs> um, so that's what we would do. If you guys want to message us and tell us what you would do, I'd be interested. I like hearing I'd what people like to doing. Hear it. Um, we did this yeah. game with a few f- of my old work friends. Uh, I don't know, sometime in the last year. We were, I don't remember how it came up, but we were talking about it. And we were like, okay, you guys, no, we're not talking about like the, no, we're all being responsible, sure, but like what's the fun stuff you're doing? And so then my one friend is like, so I would invest it. And we were like, no, no investing, no. Something fun, something exciting. And he's like, let me finish. (laughs) And he was like, it's actually really cool. So the town he grew up in, there was some guy, some older guy who like had this fortune And he decided he wanted to bestow it on the town to like any kid who graduated with like a 3.0 or above would get a college scholarship. Oh, wow. And yeah. And so I guess they got the money. They had this account. Um, It was like a decent amount of money. But you when you think about amount of kids in a town and college, it like Mm. isn't actually, you know, that much money. But I guess there Mm. was some like. I don't remember the details, but somehow this never was enacted. Um, The money was there, but nobody ever did anything with it. And like 20 or 25 years later, somebody found this account or plan or something and was like, you know, we should actually use this. Well, because it had sat there for 25 years gaining interest, it's like now actually a trust that could pay for every kid in the town forever like it sustains itself versus if they would have just doled out the money that first couple years it would have 
blood dry. It would have depleted. Yeah. Wow. So it actually was like this big blessing in disguise that nobody did anything with it because now it's like got longevity for, for the long haul. Um, so he's like, I would do that. I was like, okay, fine. You can do that. But as long as you do something else That's fun so cool. too. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna, cause I was going to say like when we're talking about this amount of money, like you do invest it and you can of like course. live off like that. You can live off the interest, right? Yeah. Like, I think you could put $5 million in and live off the interest for the rest of your life. Yeah, I was going to say, so it's like with a trust or something, it's like you put a good chunk and just like yeah. even just like the interest earning yeah. is because there's there's something about like, nah, I don't know, I don't want to get into economics, but um, I was going to say this is a one-time thing. And so yeah. it's like, ooh, got to think ahead. But when it's this amount of money, it can self-sustain because that's right. just how our economy works. Right. Um, but yeah, that's cool. I love yeah. that about that town. That's so I know. So cool. I thought that was so cool. Somewhere in California. Um, somewhere in Northern California where he grew up. But, um, so yeah, so that's what everybody's doing at the lottery. And we've also got more boo hockey with Ross calling Rachel mommy. Oh gosh. And, uh, (sighs) So what's what's, wrong place to do that? (laughs) Yes. What's really funny is I realized my parents were here a few weeks ago and my dad kept referring to my mom, to me as mommy. And I was like, do they do this? I thought to myself, do they do this at home or do they call each other by their names? I just don't, I don't know. And my That's sister, a good point. yeah, I don't know. Yes, I don't know if they're just doing it for my, you know, for our sake because they're around us, or if they're always like, "Hey, mommy." But you're you know. right. I do remember your parents calling each other, yeah. like, "Oh, go see what dad, go see what daddy's doing," or yeah. like, "Yeah, oh, ask mommy yeah. if blah blah blah." Yeah, your parents say your father. <laughs> yeah, my mom. Ask your father. Go see if your mom wants to. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. But um, I thought about that. And then the other funny thing that happened was my sister. I, every time I was like, hey, mom, my sister's like, are you talking to me? I was like, no, I'm talking to my mom. Why would Why I be talking would I to you? you? Unless I'm saying, hey, <laughs> Avery, go ask your mom. Yeah. Like, are you talking would to I? me? <laughs> I was like, Annette, I'm, no, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to my mom. Um, my mom. But anyway, Rachel's like, I'm hoping if she hears mommy enough that... It'll be a first word. And Ross is like, oh, then we should call me daddy. And then Phoebe. Uh, <laughs> it's so fun. You like okay, that daddy? daddy? <laughs> Daddy's going to spank she's me. Like, she's like, oh, she's totally oh, ruined it. It's oh, it's so funny. But she's like, that depends. Have you been? A- no, no, no. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so like we've got mommy and daddy. We've got boo hockey. We've got Chandler not getting the job. And... Finally, it's like coming to the time to divvy up the tickets. And Monica's oh, like, okay, God. here's the plan. We'll like organize them, you know, divide them into groups. And whoever finishes first can do the rest. And um, idea time is over. Idea time is over. Uh, and Chandler is like, well, what about the ones on the nightstand? And they get into this whole thing because... Sense. Since the tone, there's 20 tickets on the nightstand. Um, I can't believe that. Okay. Uh, okay. So I, 
if they would not have decided to go in on it together, fine. Like, yeah, if she drove up and Joey went with her and they each got their own tickets and that's the plan, then that's the plan. But they decided to do it together. And so I agree. I think it is boo hockey to um, get your own tickets on the side because like when Rachel's like, well, what are you going to do? when you win the lottery and lose all your friends, because I, I would be so, it wouldn't even be about the money. It's just the going behind the, of your, the, of your back. Like what's the point, I guess, is like, yeah. why, why wouldn't not you still say, share it? I guess. Yeah. It's like, okay. So they all did 50 bucks and maybe she's like, mm, we actually are comfortable to put a little bit more than 50 bucks. Again, last week they were borrowing 2000 from, Joey's coming from. This is Joey's money. True. True. I don't feel bad because it is Joey and he's, he's out so much $2,000 over and nobody's boobs are getting any bigger. And nobody's $4,000, isn't it? Mm-hmm. $4,000 and nobody's. Yeah, you're right. Um, um, but yes, it's like, what's. And she does mention that. She's like, oh, yeah, right. If I won the lottery, you guys, like, I had a basket of mini muffins and I couldn't get rid of you for a week. But um, <laughs> it's pretty funny. But I'm also just like, okay, everyone's putting in 50 bucks. You want to up the chances. Why not just say, like, I'm going to put in an extra into the pot. Like, it's for everybody. I don't know. I just, I there's no way I could go buy my own tickets on the side. They even could have done, like, like it, put in whatever money you want to put in and we'll divide it up percentage-wise. Totally. That's like, that's that's a good point too. Yeah, like Monica and Chandler get, you know, twenty percent each more, because they yeah. put more in versus fifteen percent each. Yes. Um and everybody else gets slightly How less. Many, there's six of them, so thirty million no, three hundred. So it'd be fifty million each. Right. If they won. So Monica so it's not like it's like, oh, it's six million dollars and we only get one million, like you mm-hmm. said, like that's not buying you an apartment in New York or whatever. Um, but like it's, it would be 50 million each. So it's not like Monica and Chandler couldn't afford to share that with the others if their tickets won. Right. I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do this. If I wanted to buy extra, I think I'd buy extra and put them in. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do what she does. Yeah. Well, it definitely, yeah, it brings out the worst in everybody. And yeah, Joey's like, you know, Monica's like, I'll pay my new friends to get plastic surgery. So they look just like you. And Rachel's like, I want my tickets. And Joey's like, yeah, I want mine. And Ross says, I want mine. And put it all in a very low yield bond. (laughs) (laughs) And Phoebe is the only one with like her head on straight. And she's like, no, they're together. Or no, there's and- one where Joey goes, if anybody, I should get them because it was my idea. Oh, good job inventing the lottery, yeah. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they're all Sorry, like. Yes, Phoebe's the only one. Yes. Sense. And so Phoebe finally takes the bowl, is like, rah, at everybody, <laughs> runs outside, and they're all like hastily you know following her <laughs> and they're all shoved through the hole kind of like the one on Thanksgiving where their heads are floating oh, and yeah. <laughs> she's like you know what's more important friends or money and everybody says friends except money. Monica <laughs> and she's like you know 
we're either doing this together or we're not. And Monica's like, okay, they're all in there. Even these five that I hid in my bra. <laughs> oh, and, uh, you know, she's like, otherwise I'm going to drop it. So, you know, she gets everybody to calm down. She's like, you guys are crazy. I never would have done that. And then. Cool. The scary pigeon. Scary pigeon. <laughs> um, and the ball drops, shatters, tickets everywhere. They run around. I love when she goes, Monica, I think I broke your bowl. Yeah, I like, and like, that's and the what problem. What a beautiful night to be running around in the streets looking for tickets. Running around the street. Uh, the winter made it fun. Um, oh so, <laughs> so there are two messages on the machine. And the first one is from the pigeon on the balcony calling to apologize. <laughs> Don't blame the pretty lady. The pretty lady. Coo. I feel like we do this a lot. We do. Yeah. We, Renee and I leave was, messages all, as the pigeon a lot. It was all my lot. fault. Not hers. Coo. Thanks. Bye. Coo. Um, she's like, that was very hard for him to very do. Very hard for him to do. <laughs> Honestly, how does Lisa Kudrow keep a straight face? I, I don't know. It's all so funny. Well, that must have been um, very hard for him to so do. So we find out officially that Chandler does not get the promotion. And, you mm. know, so they still got all these lottery tickets. Ross and Rachel call Emma before she goes down. And I, I don't know why it's annoying to me. Well, one, she's like not even one, so therefore cannot talk on the phone. Um, and Ross, remember your daddy's little girl. Like, I don't know why it's so annoying to me. <laughs> like, I don't know. What's the annoying whole, about it? I don't know. It's just like the whole put on, like she doesn't even know she's talking to you. I don't know. Okay, let me ask you this, Renee. If it was possible for somebody to hold the phone up to the cheat's ear while you were on vacation, would you? Okay, want to fine. Talk to him? Did I FaceTime with the yeah. cheat and Kate last week? <laughs> fine, I did. Do I actually think either one of the animals knew what was going on? No. Well, they were kind of batting at the phone. It was pretty cute. Um, I'm not, but, but it's not about them knowing. It's just because, like, when I'm away, I'm like, oh, I wish I could just like say hi I to know. my cats. But I guess so it's imagine just like, that being your baby. I guess it's just a good night. I love you. And remember, it just is like very put on, I guess. I don't know. It's not, it's not just the talking on the phone. It's the like very large amount of, it feels very heavy handed, I guess. It's just like, okay, just say good night. I love All you. Right. They're too heavy handed with their baby. Yes. Noted. Too loving. Make it stop. <laughs> um, and so then Rachel is talking to Emma and everybody's checking the tickets and Rachel is like Emma just said her first word she said gleba gleba so i think we can all agree that does not count as a first word no other than Rachel i know and then a quickly yeah. swayed ross once he learns she's going to be a scientist it's a science term. um but oh I love gosh. the, use it in a sentence. Uh, Emma just said Gleba. Just said but Gleba. Yeah, I feel um, like you can't have a word. You can't say a word you didn't know was a word. It doesn't count. No, it doesn't count. Um, I Where's the part where they're like, 
oh, it's okay, whatever she says, as long as she's cute. Oh, no, this is this is what, never mind. That's when they're trying to come up with the baby name. Yeah. Cute and smart and popular and with good an at science. With an aptitude for science. Are you, talking about, are you guys talking about the same kid? Um, yeah, that's right. Okay, never mind. I was... That was old. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it it doesn't count. Um, can I say that I would be above counting it if it were my child? Yeah. Probably not. But yeah. from the comfort of my chair over here, yes. it's a no. Yeah, that's a no. Um, so yeah, it definitely doesn't count. Um, also, she's probably never going to say it again. So that's a, another good... Usually the first word they say it again, like pretty soon after, you know? Um, mm, that's what I hear. That's what I hear. So anyway, um, you know, they're checking the tickets. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Monica takes out her shoe. Also nothing. Ugh. And Chandler gets a call from his boss. The old, we're sorry we rejected you call. Yes. Um, and he uh, mistakenly says that Chandler is too mature for uh, Farts, the assistant boobies, job. <laughs> Chandler <laughs> proves him wrong, um, but also offers him position of junior copywriter, which is much better um, than Yeah, what is assistant. that? Is that the one that gets to decide bagels? They're around food for every mood. Uh, in a junior is? position, I would guess. I don't, I mean, you're asking the wrong girl uh, as far okay. as like titles. You're in the biz, Renee. I'm in the biz. Um, <laughs> copywriter is, is writing round food for every mood. Um, I don't know what a junior copywriter does. I don't know if they like oh, okay. the well, documents. Probably just like on the team yeah. or like on the pool team or it's like yeah. come up with it. And then the copywriter is the one that kind of like chooses like yeah. the package. Like help me shortlist or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, so Chandler gets the job. He's going to be a junior copywriter. Um, That's so exciting. Yeah. It was so unrealistic. He quit his job, completely pivoted, did a six-week internship, and now he's got a job. Like, I'm happy for him. It feels unrealistic, but this is a TV show, so I will leave that behind. I mean, it could happen. I feel like... Seeing somebody in a – I mean, I had a friend who applied for a job that he was absolutely not qualified for, but it was the job he wanted. Mm -hmm. And they liked him so much. Well, this happened to you too. They created a different position for him. That didn't happen to me. Yes, it did. Your first job. You didn't get the job you applied for. They, like, restructured a different position for you. You don't remember that? Uh, No, my – no, what happened was my first job, I was uh, on the short list of three and they only had two positions and I don't interview well. And so <laughs> they called me back and said, we're sorry, you didn't get it. And then a week later, they called me back and said, one of the positions has become free because oh. one of their preferred candidates uh, <laughs> had multiple offers and took a different one. Well, and so I squeaked in there. All these years, I thought they created a job just for you. That's really nice and very not true. Okay. Well, that did happen to my other friend. I know for a fact. It was the opposite. Instead, it was they didn't like me. And then they were like, well, crap, our first choice is missing. So I guess she'll do. Yeah. And it did end up, I'm very lucky. I I talk about that sometimes when it's like when people don't, you know, like imposter syndrome or like aren't sure of themselves because um, 
I didn't like a lot of the other people like went to better colleges or like Mm -hmm. knew somebody who knew the hiring manager, which is Chandler's case. It was Monica's friend who um, obviously he was his own talent. Yeah, I think he he proved that he was valuable. But that kind of happened with me, I guess, is like I didn't get I didn't get it. Um, Somebody else turned it down. And so I did end up get I mean, I did get it. But like I wasn't the first choice. I was the backup. But then did really well. Like once I was in the job, I always got the highest, like, you know, highest markings and performance Mm -hmm. ratings and stuff. So I don't know. It's just like A plus for you. No more money. Bye. Um, No more money. Um, So, yeah. So Chandler got the job. And uh, Joey confesses that he didn't wish they would win the lottery. He wished Chandler would get a job. Aww. And he's like, oh, that's really sweet. But don't tell Monica. She'll rip your heart right out. Yeah, she'll <laughs> scratch her eyes right out. And he's like, oh, yeah, definitely not, which is true. And then at the very end, Phoebe's like, wait, what was the Powerball number? We won. And everybody is freaking out and then realized. Don't rip it. It's just the Powerball number. The power. So they won. Three dollars. Three dollars. So three dollars. Donates their winnings to Phoebe. Their fifty cent winnings to Phoebe. I mean, begrudgingly, Except if your name is Ross. <laughs> well, if everyone else is um, doing it, so Gosh, she's such a pill. Three dollars out of three hundred million is point zero zero one percent of the winnings. <laughs> Well, they're like, we didn't win. And she's like, I beg to, I dis- beg to differ. differ. And she's got her coffee and muffin. <laughs> uh, and apparently some guy on the street found a ticket for $10,000. And the pigeon comes back to apologize again. Cool. Let me ask you, like, what would they have done with $10,000? I mean, Cause that's gone on not a enough. trip. It's not enough to change yeah. your life, but it's enough to, like, buy the thing you wanted to buy, you know? For six people, I guess they, because I was just thinking like for six people, I guess, yeah, they could have a fun trip together. Yeah. I mean, if you just randomly got a thousand dollars, you know. Okay. But um, it's not just you. This is the tricky thing. So I don't want to sound ungrateful, but like imagine if our cake jar girls, I guess we'd probably use it to like fund the trip we're already taking because we agreed on it. But like if there was like, if we got like $10,000, I just almost feel like it's like I'm not saying I'd turn it away, but like, it's not really enough to be like, sure, everybody, all ideas welcome. We can do it all. But it's not, no. it's not insignificant. And so it would be hard to decide what to do with that amount of money amongst people who aren't like married or like, I think, you know, siblings or something. Yeah. I think you just have to divide it up and take your, you know, $1,500 and call it a day. Do whatever you want with oh, it. Okay. That's true. Yeah. I don't think you have to decide as a group. I think you divide it. It's too. It's not enough to have it be group money, is it? I That's actually kind of I don't think that any money would be group money, except for maybe like if you won, like a, I almost feel like a smaller amount of money that would go towards like a bar tab is better for group money. Otherwise, That's I feel like exactly you divide what I'm it saying. Up. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it yeah. would be sixteen hundred per person. Okay. Or like. 32 a couple okay that's not bad you could do something good with that yeah um yeah and I mean you do whatever you want with it it's not small enough to be like oh it's just a bar tab and it's fun 
Yeah, right. but it's not big enough to. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, um, money. So yeah, yeah, it's a too too much more money, more problems. More money, more problems. That's true. Well, um, thankfully nobody won anything except for Phoebe got her coffee paid for, which you know that works too. Um, but that's all for the one with the lottery. <laughs> Come back next week. We're going to talk about the one with Rachel's dream. I'm very excited. You're excited. Okay. Well, let's get. We'll see you next week. I guess. <laughs> we'll talk about it then, it then. <laughs> all right bye bye